0: Hello, and welcome to the Overcomers Podcast. I am your host, Bridget Brown. I am a licensed clinical social worker, a pastor, and a stage four cancer overcomer. I am a wife, a mom, and a proud Afro Latina. But most importantly, I am an overcomer. Hello, fellow overcomers. Thank you so much for joining back in to the Overcomers Podcast. On this week's episode, I am going to continue talking about overcoming fear and sitting with grief. Um, I feel like those two things go hand in hand when we confront fear and we look to the other side of what fear has, right? And the lesson that we learn. Um, And a lot of times the next Feeling that an emotion that we begin to um, sit with is is grief, and um, I wanted to continue talking about this because last week was phenomenal. I was so glad to have my brother um, Craig Coles on and just speaking on on what his um, uh, stories were around overcoming fear and the and the the different battles that he he won and and then where he is now <clears throat> and reflecting on that. So I was so intrigued with our our teaching last week that I wanted to continue because I felt like there was so much more to also give and I wanted to check in with everyone and. How they're taking on the various things that are happening in our communities, in our in our nation um, all around the world, um, the 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 wars and the rumors of war and you know so many um, so much sadness and destruction around these tornadoes that are hitting and, things just feel so unpredictable, the prices of food is high. And you know, that may be igniting some fear uh, within us on top of whatever other emotional layers we're, we're harboring with trying to just stay strong in whatever battlefield you stand on. And you know, whatever your journey is right now. So I wanted to encourage you on today and just just help you with with grounding and giving you some strategies to just really explore why we have fear and where the fear is coming from. Um, I couldn't help but watch um, some of the pictures that I had from 2018, 2019 and it, you know, sometimes it's really triggering and hard to see how frail and thin and, and, and sickly I was um, having stage 4 cancer in my body. And to go from that place of, of sickness and just evolving and gaining weight and gaining um, life right? And gaining flushed cheeks and, and gaining cheeks. Because <laughs> at one point, I don't know where my face was, was heading. But um, I had to just really sit with looking at these old pictures. And every time I, I, I and I, I'm making my business not to take it down because I want to remember, right? What God brought me out of and how hard I worked in fighting, and um, that process, and or fighting within the process to get to the other side, and not quitting on myself, and also just getting to the point where I I, I have a visual of where I was and where I am today. So being in this present space, in whatever areas I'm battling. Within this new pattern making and and breaking these generational traumas um, within my my life, I'm realizing that that those pictures are a representation of how much work I've done. You know, a lot of times we we think that oh, you got to be a hundred percent perfect before you can even declare yourself an overcomer but we've overcome so many battles already and if you can just sit right here even in this fear right even in this turmoil and anguish I mean it, it it was it was anguish for me to sit with those pictures and those memories and even the um all the uh medical records that I, 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 I tend to keep in my, in my journal, just as a reminder that I am healed. And I've, I overcame that. So why, why fret, right? Why sit in that space of, 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 of regret? And what I realized is that it wasn't that I was regretting. It was that I was grieving. And Post cancer, um, and and post battle, or the last of the last battle, right, is um, very grieving. Some because you get to the point where you realize that you know you did that, and it could have overtaken you, but it didn't. And then even in that. You know, I remember finishing my cancer treatment and it was my last, my last, you know, treatment. I had these amazing flowers and presents for all my nurses and doctors. And even though it was hard to go through that, I had a connection to the people that were surrounding me and helping me to, to get better. And when chemo was done um, and I was kind of independent, right, of cancer, I realized that parts of me um, grieved some things that I left in that space. And that old body held a lot of traumas that I realized um, I had not really gotten to the place of just full acceptance. And I was very afraid of getting cancer again or even of dying. You know, I would love to think that this body is going to have another 50, 60 years in it. Um, but the reality is that after that journey that I just walked and and crossed over, I live my day on a on a daily basis, right, on a moment-by-moment basis. And that sense of awareness is allowing me to be much more present. And and I, I, I have, like, these strong spidey senses where I realize that life is so short. When you go through a near-death experience and then you come on the other side, everything is, is hypersensitive, and everything is magnified because you have this 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 place of gratitude that you just take advantage of to the fullest. Um, but what I what I grieve the most is the 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 society that we live in um, allows us to just disconnect from each other um, because technology is so convenient and and because we are sucked into our phones or sucked into the TV or sucked into the next Netflix episodes that we kind of miss the present, hello, how are you doing, face-to-face contact. And for me, fear was um, this week, right? The most terrifying feeling was going to a funeral of a, of a friend of ours who, you know, he, he lived a great life. But seeing his grieving wife, just everything that she lived for, for the amount of time that they were together, and seeing her bury her husband and, and then create having to live a life without him physically um, was actually very triggering for me. And I had to realize that, um, damn, I'm so grateful that I have a life where I, I get to live it out with people um, and and be m- more present and aware. And the more you reach out to people, <laughs> the further away they float um, because everyone's just kind of tied into this this space that is not really reality. And and I, I was grieving just socialization and and a sense of being present and you know being able to walk to the library <clears throat> and 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 meet a librarian and take out a book and sit for hours at the library because now everything is digital you know what i mean i remember the they closed my favorite bookstore and i was devastated and i'm still devastated cuz they turned it into a gym like what um But the reality is that we have different reasons why we, you know, we go through things. And for fear, it steals so much of that present. And a lot of times I think that's why we kind of disconnect because we're so anxious and we're so afraid that we just go into autopilot, right? We dissociate and we disappear, um, and this is what fear does. It keeps us from our present so that we don't get to our future. And then it paralyzes us and keeps us and holds us hostage from our bodies, from, from others. And it just feeds us lies about our future. And it, 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 it challenges the version of ourselves that we have to shed daily. But we are not to harness fear, but we tend to do that. And we tend to do that by disconnecting from our bodies. And we disconnect by, you know, drinking, um, alcohol, substance use, um, overspending, you know, whatever your vice is. Uh, Explore why are you... So connected to that vice. Our job is to examine that part of us that we are fighting to stay as because fear comes to transform us to a higher version of ourselves, but we have to go through that fear in order to get to the other side. And and it teaches us to push past it and to get to the next level in our lives it really is our teacher and we have to be a student sitting with it learning from it and and trying to gain some understanding right and in 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 that sitting and you take that breath is is the place where we have to examine what it is that we are really running from What is it that we're really going through? And, you know, life is a cycle. So if you notice, a life cycle is all over the place. You see it when you sow a seed in the ground and you see it grow and then it lives, it blooms and then it withers away and it dies. And then, you know, people die, go into the ground and then life comes back in the world. For every person that dies, we have a baby that's born. And we live our lives and go through the our life process until death occurs, or even the seasons, right? We have different seasons, the moon changes from um, in, in its own phases, and then you have nighttime phase to the daylight phase, and everything is a cycle. So we have to understand that even in, in, in that transition of change, fear always shows up. And fear always shows up even in the transition of, of, our, of our lives. So when, when we're in transition and if we grow too attached to the process and we don't let go when it's time to let go and fear comes up, How are we supposed to move into the next phase? Um, But that brings grief because, you know, we're social beings and we have attachments. And this is how we learn to adapt to our environments is that we, we attach to things. But what I'm realizing is that sometimes we attach ourselves for too long and it causes us to get sick. So even even in my cancer stage, right? It was 6 months of chemo um and but after 6 months that that was the capacity. I was healed and we needed to just move to the next phase which is living life. But what I found for me is that I was so afraid of of dying, of getting it again and going through the process that I became so hypervigilant within my body that I realized this week, right, why I was so hypervigilant. And that just came from me grounding and sitting and realizing that the reason why I was so terrified was because I was afraid of dying before my purpose and feeling like stuck between two worlds, right? in this transition stage of what comes next and what if next doesn't come. But again, you can't get caught up in in what fear shows you about what if. You have to stand on truth. And for me, I had to, to believe, I do believe that, that, that God has a purpose for me and that he has made me fearfully and wonderfully. And because I'm healed, I still have more life to live and I still have more purpose to give. So I can't get so stuck in my head where I am not present with living my life and living to the fullness of what it is that we need to do. So even in the cycle of life, you know, you have to allow yourself to go through a grieving journey and and sometimes that grieving journey listen I was I felt myself crying um like during these seasons and it was it was like crying in the mist and I had no idea what it was but it was like those a soul cry of of just and and when I sat with the fear I realized that I was just grieving um the fact that I was in this transition of pattern breaking and I learned a lot of the patterns that I had were not the healthiest. And you do have to sit with the reality that some of the patterns that we created have to shift and that means that that comfortable bed that you made for yourself with the blanket and and the, the, the fluffy um, slippers and robe um, was not a very healthy place to be. So now you got to make peace with this old apartment, old house that you created and live in a new house. You have to live in a new place. You have to enclose yourself in a bubble and incubate yourself and commit yourself to walk out through fear into grief so that you can now move into your next phase. And, you know, there are seven emotional stages of grief, right? You have shock or disbelief. You have denial, bargaining, Guilt, anger, depression, and then we get to acceptance and hope. But grief is like the ocean and the waves, and you go up and down. Sometimes you fly high, and then you deep down into depression, and then you're back up in a, in, in in the in this fierce ocean, and you're just going all over the place because grief is is um different levels of it. And and you can go from shock to acceptance, to denial, to bargaining. And, and and no one is to judge where you are. And you should not be judging where you are in your grief process. Just allow yourself to go through it. And the timing is however long it takes you to get to acceptance. Grief is not just the loss of a physical person right? That type of grief can go on for years, if not the rest of your life. But what I'm learning for me is that grieving feels a lot like the loss of a person, but that loss of a person is who I was, right? It's going back to that little girl who didn't get what she needed at that time. And I just had to go back and grieve with her and, and, and love on her, and then validate that place so that I can mature internally and and that takes grief. There are things that happened to us and and things that we did that we cannot take back. And and we have to accept that, right? So transformation brings grief. And and maybe it's an a ending of a friendship or the, the course of it. Or a shift in relationships. Or maybe kids are growing up and becoming adults and no longer kids. Everything is a cycle, like I said before. And we have to be okay with moving with the tide so that we can allow grief to run its course and allow us to grow and learn the lesson from within it. But first, we got to go through the fear. Because fear is the physical, um, that that's what keeps us stuck, the 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 fear, and the grief is when when you get to grief, you're at the place where you are accepting, what is, and that you cannot change, and 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 you you become sad about that, right? You may have some real deep anguish, and and you will sob, out of your soul. But allow it to come. Allow it to happen. You're going to metamorphosize into this amazing, beautiful butterfly. Um, But you do have to walk the process and trust that fear is not your enemy. Fear is coming to bring growth if you allow it. And we will overcome fear. Do not get stuck in this you're not alone in this journey please believe it I know for me I had I knew that I had that personal connection for me with God and you know some other people may have a, a, a different circle that they feel connected to within um you know the, a church or a fraternity or just a, a sisterhood tribe um, or, um, or you, you have, you know, parents that do support you or a family that does support you. So whatever space you feel connected to for me is, you know, feeling that connection with, with, with God and my higher power of, of, of Jesus that will sustain me through what I've been through. He has sustained me through what I've been through and he still continues to, exist within my life in in whatever it is that I'm going through now, right? So the urgency that I have is that glitch that I had, cancer, and everything in my life right now is about living in the moment. I want to laugh. I've done way cry- enough crying. I've done way enough isolating and staying, you know, or waiting. I've done enough waiting for people to pick me up and come rescue me, quote unquote. I'm rescuing myself um, because I needed to get me back. And God allowed me to see that he had freed us, right? And we have to believe that we're free and not um, prisoners in our own mind and in our in our souls, instead of wallowing around in memories of yesterdays or mistakes that we all made, we have to come at, to the place that our past does not define who we are right now. Instead of staying stuck in a past that already has left us, right? What was the lesson in what we went through? Can you just sit with that experience that is holding you hostage, that is keeping you in full bondage of fear. And you will see the resilience that you had just overcoming those experiences. And I'm not talking about the people and what they think of you. I'm talking about what is your takeaway of what you say and believe. Let's detach from what people say or what they're going to say and what if they're not going to be here your people will come your tribe will attach themselves to your light but you got to grab your dignity back from this space of 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 depression um from this space of of discouragement of this space of low self-esteem and you have to grab your dignity back and, and use this as an art of acceptance and get to the place that this art is the beauty that comes out of this fear that I'm allowing myself to be stuck in. And let's turn this into to, to, to a masterpiece, something so tragic. Let's just turn it into beauty and channel all that amazing energy into something that 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 transforms and that gives you light. So for me, I feel that I went from not having a voice, from not really speaking up for myself to now um, channeling my passions and my 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 story into a manner that I can help heal other people. you know I remember, um just going through situations growing up where i would you know find myself in these um situations that was shameful and full of regret and i used to always i never used to hide whatever i did i, I was always very open and honest but i remember this this most recent experience that i was Really battling with and feeling stuck in. And I had to go back and pick up myself from that place and, and say, it doesn't matter what anyone says, Bridget, I believe you. It doesn't matter what it looks like. You are an amazing mom. It doesn't matter what anyone says, you are a faithful wife. You are an extraordinary friend. You are authentic. And I validate you. And I remember just feeling those emotions in my body and something just snapped within me. And and it was that aha moment, if you want to call it. And I said, wow, I went right back into the face of fear. And I sat with that version of me that was terrified of losing everything that I've worked so hard for. And I just sat with that fear. And it, in that space, I woke up. I mean, I was woke. Okay. I woke up. To the reality, to the truth. We have truth that lives within us, but we have to listen to the truth and we have to dig it and own it. And I did that. And ever since that time, which was maybe three weeks ago to now, I feel like a totally different person. So now that you're a totally different person, everything you're attached to also is affected by this new change and everything shifts and fear is um um comes back up again but in this place you strengthen who you've now become and you own that person in this story in this process and grieving is definitely in that process because you have to decide is it me or is it everything around me what what are you going to choose and 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 you know your choice should be you right but you have to come to that place and I'm I'm coming to that place the choice is is me but um I also believe that God is in the midst of my choices and he's allowing this shift to happen because I'm growing into a, a, a better version of myself, which then allows me to become and show up as a better person within my life with everyone around me. So you got to understand that you got to trust the process and you don't get to control the outcome. You know, what did you gain about yourself out of these experiences? And how can you shift yourself to be a light for others who are in that same place where you were? So shifting and changing gears and 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 uprooting who you were to now becoming this big old tall tree is not A negative place to be. This is actually a perfect place for you to be in. Um, But you have to make that commitment to yourself. Fear does not control you unless if you allow it to control you. But please give yourself room for grieving and do not judge it. Do not rush it. Know that all things work together for the for the good. And everything that you're going through is 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 is, is a pearl that is going to be um, a necklace around your neck and it's going to be a jewel that's going to shine for you to leave that inheritance to your children and your children's children like this is part of generational um, trauma-breaking, and getting to the place where as you are refined and changed, your children are refined and changed. And everyone that you come across is also changed by the light that you radiate and and the, the courage that that you radiate. But you have to overcome fear. Don't allow fear to keep you in this space of of bondage. Allow yourself to cry. Allow yourself to release. Allow yourself to grieve because it goes hand in hand. And do it crying, but keep walking. Do it kicking and screaming, but keep walking. Actually, if you if you let out a good scream, it's actually very release releasing, um, or a nice moan when you're crying like a sob, a deep in your soul kind of cry. Oh, so refreshing. And tears signify um, a cleansing. You know, water signifies cleansing, and is is an amazing process to allow yourself to experience because you're worth it. You are worth it. You are worth it. I want to encourage you. Please don't judge your process. Please don't judge yourself for, for crying and for being afraid. It's okay. But guess what? Courage is in you. Um, but you have to activate the courage that's in you so that you can overcome this fear so that you can overcome this, 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 this battle that you're in, but you're fighting yourself. You're fighting what you know you need to do for you because this is putting you in the middle right now. It's time for you to step up to you. All this that you do for everyone else um, is actually you asking you to do that for you. Um, So I want to challenge you today to just Take a moment this week to write what are your fears, write five of your fears, and then I want you to really investigate if this fear is really truthful or is it me inciting the fear because I'm terrified about what I need to do, right? Sit with your fears investigate is this really true and if it's not which it probably isn't right because at the end of the day God holds our future and our our our, our story already written and we have victory in all that we do so I want you to find a space positive affirmation a scripture a a, a positive song that counteracts that fear that you're talking about and that you write about. And then I want you to just take this week to sit with with your grief. And with that grief, that's that's dying with that grief that you are experiencing, I want you to then speak life into your life. So when you're saying, "Oh, I'm so tired. I'm so depressed." No, 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 no. I want you to say, "I'm so happy. I'm joyful." I'm grateful. I have gratitude. I woke up this morning and I'm breathing. I said that to myself this morning. I woke up this morning. I'm breathing. I have breath in my body. And I don't have cancer. Because I'm alive. And, and because of that, just because I woke up this morning, I'm going to choose to set my intention to be positive and to speak life into someone else's life. I want you to do that this week. I want you to write down your fears. I want you to then investigate if it's actually true or if it's false. But even if you think it's true, I want you to speak life to that fear. I want you to confront it and walk past it. And even if you're crying, Don't worry about it. Even if you're screaming, don't worry about that either. Walk and let's move out of these pits because we are overcomers. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of the Overcomers Podcast. Please like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Overcomers Podcast. Until next time, be loved. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. And the God of peace himself sanctify you wholly, spirit, soul, and body.